0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. We've got a lot to get into today. A lot of players out for the season. Of course when we're at this point in the season all it takes is a stub toe to put a player out for the remainder of the year cuz that's where we're at right now not a lot of time left in the NBA season joining me is Keith Smith Keith I I I'm in the bad place right now that's that's just where I'm I'm living on a daily basis in Lakerland I know
2: you are not in such a place Well I'm going to interrupt you because remember when they thought they were in the good place but it turned out they were in the bad yes. place Yes I do. That's kind of where, that's where I at. think we might be right for, for uh Celtics fans right now. Looked like we were in the good place on Celtics Nation here with uh first place in the East mm-hmm. last night. Another dominating win. They're up to second biggest uh point differential in the NBA mm-hmm. and just we're absolutely rolling. And now Robert Williams out for an indeterminate amount of time. Torn left meniscus for Robert Williams. Lateral meniscus, oh. which is uh, apparently, as I've become a uh, expert here in the last uh, several hours, is less severe than the medial meniscus, um, which is on the inside of the knee. It's the outside. It's what Joel Embiid played with last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so some guys can play. It all just depends on the severity of the tear and the location of the tear and those kind of things. So, so we'll find out more. For the Celtics, uh, later this week. So it sounds like they're probably going to get in there and get a look at it. And then we'll know, know a little bit more. But for now, they're going to be without you know one of the key members of what has been a very uh, dominant team and an excellent unit. Even when they weren't playing well, that starting group was really, really good.
1: He's been a big part of why defensively they've been able to to play big and still, yep. and still get out to guys, get out to shooters. Uh, I'd have to imagine yep. Daniel Tice is going to get leaned upon. Uh, quite a bit. He'll get
2: leaned on more. Grant Williams yes. as well. Grant has tended to be the one who starts when either Horford or Rob is out. So we'll we'll see. Um if that's where he uh uh goes with that. Uh tonight's not going to give us any any indicator. They're playing the Raptors in, in about an hour and a half. And uh the injured the injured unavailable list is Robert Williams, Al Horford, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. So uh. none of them are playing. So yeah, I think we're not gonna get a full Look, I, I kind of think if Marcus Smart plays at all, I think it might be a uh, Marcus Smart makes a cameo appearance, maybe uh, gets a, the the old uh, Keith Bogans of uh, starts each half and then is out pretty quickly. But we'll we'll see. I mean, these were the games under Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. That Boston invariably played really well and tended to to do well in, but I uh, somehow I don't think that's how tonight is going to go. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's the other thing is we start to see players get shut down at this point in the season, not, I mean, yep. for playoff teams, just to try to, you know, rest them up a little bit, try to avoid injuries, things of yeah. that nature. So won't get a great idea of exactly how the Celtics are going to pivot tonight, but still... I mean, fingers crossed. Hopefully he winds up being able to come back at some point during the playoffs and you can get that production out of him because he's been, you know, for a guy that a lot of us question whether or not the salary was was a good one, yeah. right? I mean, we talked about yeah. just if he can stay healthy, it will be a good one. And for the season, he's been pretty pretty healthy. Uh, but then mm-hmm. when we look at now playoff time to not have him, that would be, that would be a big blow for Boston. And uh, I mean, something that could change the outcome of the Eastern Conference side of the playoffs for sure.
2: It, 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 it absolutely could. And I'm, and I'm not trying to be rainbows and sunshines here. The one thing I will say with, with the Celtics, I apologize for all the noise. We've got a rush to soccer practice going on here uh, at the Smith House. Um, clearly not me. Um, but it was uh, Boston has been killing teams. Like, they're not even playing close games lately. I mean, they're they're winning these games by 20 and 30 points, um, it really. And this has not been, like, a good week. This has been, like, a good month of this now. The other thing is their defense is so far since they really kind of got mm-hmm. it going ahead of everybody else that even some slight regression defensively, and even if the point margin tightens up a little bit, they should be okay. They they should still be in a spot where they should still be pretty good. It's just, you know, everything's harder now. That, that's the way I've been putting it all day. Everything's going to be more difficult now, but they should still be okay to you'll know, be a really good team, a really good competitive team. And then we'll find out. Maybe maybe this turns out to be he's only down for you know a week or two. We've still got you know roughly you know we get two weeks left in the regular season, just under. But it's really almost three weeks till the playoffs start because of, uh, as long as you're a top six seed, you're gonna have basically a week right. off between the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs. So, so yeah, you know, let, let's not get too deep into it and too freaked out yet, Celtics fans. let let's you know time will tell. Yeah, you know, where we're going with this one.
1: Speaking of which, on the Lakers side of things, uh, we got some good news and some bad news. You saw hesitate to call it this the game last night um that was absolutely It was just a microcosm of the lakers season and a narrative that we've seen play out time and time again from the lakers side of things where they find ways to lose games as though they're actively seeking them out but they also lost lebron james to an ankle injury he gutted out played the rest of the game but very clearly was not anywhere close to 100 and uh, afterwards told us that his ankle felt horrible that was his word, mm-hmm. and uh, and then admitted that it had swelled up uh, today when we got our media availability. Frank Vogel admitted that it swelled up, the ankle did, and LeBron James is officially doubtful for tomorrow night against the Dallas Mavericks. Anthony Davis, meanwhile, got upgraded to doubtful. So there's some good news. Went through a full practice today, uh, including scrimmaging and, and all of that. So bad news, good news. Both LeBron and, and AD, doubtful for the game against the Mavs, but... Hope that LeBron it's not a long term injury. And Anthony Davis sounds like he is decently close to returning for LA.
2: Yeah, it's just it's getting down to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh time left in the season standings-wise. Uh they, they have, you know, by far and away, far more difficult stretch uh to close here than either the Pelicans or the Spurs do. Um, they're just a game up on the Spurs, and you just gotta imagine Greg Popovich would love to. Mm-hmm knock them out. They actually asked after the Spurs beat the Pelicans on maybe Saturday. It might have been. I think it was Saturday. They asked DeJounte Murray, like, do you guys want to get into the to the play in tournament? And he's like, Yeah, absolutely we do. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see organizationally if that's still the goal. If they, they pull any more of these games where everybody sits. That starts to tell me a different story, but if they're gonna play play it out the rest of the way, you know, it's gonna be a battle to to get in. And it's uh yeah, I mean it you know, it didn't look good when LeBron went down. Mm-hmm. I you know, it was one of those then he gets up and he plays, and it's like, man, this dude's just you know, like we always say he's a cyborg, he's a robot, you know, nothing could take him out. But you could tell by the end of the game he didn't have any lift. He just he wasn't moving well and just you know, and then you know, as you said, the rest of the guys just don't step up and and it just kind of falls apart and becomes a mess.
1: Yep. Yep, and uh, that's the world that we're living in right now, certainly. But uh, LeBron James, hopefully his ankle does heal up. But, uh, but I mean, air travel doesn't help with that, and that's what the Lakers are doing a lot of right now. Yep. Speaking of injuries, though, we've got almost our whole show is injuries today. Keith, but... <laughs> yeah,
2: that's all it is, really. And a few signings. A few signings. Mostly related to injuries.
1: Exactly, exactly. But a little bit of good news, too. Uh, Paul George. Paul George is uh, is back. He's practicing. Uh, will he actually return to the floor? Will the Clippers are kind of playing coy with that, which not surprised that's the tactic that they're taking. But, uh, but Paul George sounds like if everything goes well in practice, maybe we see him actually play again and that could throw a whole new wrinkle into the Western conference playoffs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Could. I mean, I, I don't think that's enough. When we get into the actual playoffs, that sure. they w- I would pick them over uh, Phoenix or, or uh, Memphis. It looks like they're going to be the the one and two seeds, mm-hmm. but it is interesting to see let's see what that looks like so yeah i'm not i, I don't i don't know we'll, we'll we'll see what that looks like but my guess is yeah you're not having them do five on five work if your thought is not getting back on the floor uh this season certainly gives them a better chance in the play and uh whether that's you know minnesota denver whoever it is in the first round and then uh into the uh you know second if playing if they need it against Pelicans, Lakers, or Spurs, I think I'd probably pick the Clippers against all all three of those teams. Especially if Paul George is playing, and is Paul George?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, moving on to the Nets. Kyrie Irving says he will re-sign with the Nets this summer. That was in question for a while. Would the Nets even want to keep him around after everything that was going on? That was that was a topic of discussion at one point this season. Yep. But now Kyrie is back, been reinstated to play full t- full time, even at home. And uh, he says he wants to stay with the Nets. He's not leaving his guy KD. Yeah.
2: Now uh, I, I do have to say I've heard this story before. Uh, yes. You know, in front of it a front familiar of, of fans. Yeah. You'll know, I'll I'll resign here if you want me to. Now, in fairness, by the end nobody wanted him to, so maybe that was why he didn't. But uh, yeah, no, I it, he's gonna stay in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. There, there's no way. Now that this is cleared up and he can play. There was no chance he was not. He was ever going to leave. He's going to stay right there. And they'll, they'll you know probably next year, I still believe you know they'll have him and KD and Ben Simmons and probably a pretty good team. You know they'll probably be right back near the the top of the favorites list uh, with that. Hey, let's jump back to the Clippers real yeah. quick because they made a series of transactions. Oh yes, over the I weekend. missed that. No, that's okay. Uh, they waived Semi Uh, You know to, we waived him. He just never never really. Found that rhythm with Milwaukee or the Clippers. Uh, they use that spot to convert over to um, uh, Amir Coffee. Was converted um, to a standard contract. The Clippers had no form of exception available to do that, so he will—he's um, going to be converted. And then uh, to replace Amir Coffee on his two-way deal, they signed Xavier Moon, who had been with them previously on a two-way. So, so there, there that is. Hey, just let's go back to Robert Williams because mm-hmm. news just came out. Udoka speaking pregame. Robert Williams will have surgery, but does no form of timeline or anything like that.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, surgery—you're not going to get a quick return from that. No. But we'll see. We'll see. What there are is.
2: surgical options you can do with a torn meniscus that can be somewhere in the four-week range. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see.
1: Tough blow. Tough blow. Absolutely. Um, James Wiseman—it's been shut down for the season. This is a guy that we were hoping would come back and perhaps make some kind of an impact for the Warriors. The Warriors have consistently been pretty hesitant to to say that he's going to be even part of that rotation but officially shut down kind of a lost lost season for him we were hoping to see more from him this year but just has not happened but dealing with one thing after another on the injury front so that's one less big body that the warriors will have to turn to uh should anything happen with uh with Kevon Looney
2: yeah it just couldn't get there right it sounds like this was one where i think the warriors looked at the calendar and said for where we're hoping to go We can't ramp them up where we want to be, and you know the setback after uh, having, um, you know having the uh his knee injury, the setback of the swelling after a few G League games. That that's tough. Mm -hmm. So here we are.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
1: another big man that's out for the year miles turner for the indiana pacers and of course you know when we say out for the year it sounds it sounds awful it sounds like oh my gosh he's out for the year but there's just not that much time left in the year so the pacers decided you know we're just going to hold miles turner out for the remainder of the season yeah you yeah. know it's it's not even is he ready to get on the floor or not it doesn't make sense for them to put him on the floor particularly if they do have an eye towards potentially trading him this offseason i mean the worst thing is you put him on the floor and then he suffers another injury. Yeah, that's that's not the position the Pacers want to be in. So it makes total sure. sense for them not to play him for the remainder of the season and instead to look ahead to to this summer and uh and beyond.
2: Yeah, and we had talked I feel like probably a month ago. Hey, this might be a good opportunity to get him out there when it sounded like he was coming back, get him out there with the guys they acquired at the trade deadline, see what that could look like, you know, put them together. But there's seven games left. That's not enough of a look mm-hmm. for it to be worth it. So you just, you know, you'll you'll get that look this off season and, and go into it, into next year with whatever your new iteration of your team looks like. I, my guess is, I don't even think it's a really a guess. They're gonna try to rebuild this thing on the fly and get back to being a playoff mm-hmm. team uh, next season. So we'll we'll see. You know whether Miles Turner is a part of that or not. My guess is, at least initially, he will mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm.
1: And they do sign Justin Anderson on a 10-day contract. Um, so they'll bring him in. Justin Anderson, he feels like he's been, he's been everywhere at this point. He's bounced yeah. around quite a bit.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's been, been been around the league over the course of his career and, and this season, but played really well in their last game. Uh, we're getting down to it. There's only a couple days left to even sign 10 day contracts because mm-hmm. once there's less than 10 days in the season, your only option is to sign a player uh, for the rest of the regular season. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. You uh, know, you know, good for Justin Anderson you know, to kind of catch on for the rest of the year with, with Indiana and hopefully you can parlay that into, you know, something, you know, maybe a deal with some guaranteed money in the next season or something like that.
1: Uh, some guys, some more guys who are out for the season, Hamadou Diallo, Josh Giddy, Darius Basley, all out for the season. And again,
2: yeah, more. we hit the thunder and former. Thunder yep. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, out for the season. Yeah. Josh Giddy hip soreness. Uh, so that is, you know, it is what it is um, with him. Uh, Darius Baisley, his is a non-displaced tibial plateau fracture in his right knee. Um, I don't know what that means, but that doesn't sound good. And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll, we'll see, you know, where, where they, they go from there. Uh, with those two guys, you know, obviously Giddy, a huge part of mm-hmm. their future. Baisley, you know, big part of things as well. And then uh, uh, Hamadou Diallo, yeah, for Detroit. You don't want to be on a guy. Uh, not good timing for Diallo either going into a year where the Pistons hold a team option for him for next season.
1: Yeah, I wonder what what they do there with him. That's gonna be
2: interesting. I think they're gonna decline. You think it. so? Yeah, I think they're gonna go for max cap space. Mm-hmm. Cause the reality is, right, his team option, I believe, is for five million, mm-hmm. uh, right in that range. Um, you you can always resign him using a chunkier cap space or even at this point the room exception, if you go that way for that same amount of money. So that's my guess, is that's where that one
1: will be. sure okay uh Greg Monroe gets another 10 day for the jazz at one point he was one of the best big men in the NBA now you're seeing him kind of bounce yeah. around a little bit but he can still help a team he's just he's not the modern style center his style of play is a little bit of you know years gone by but uh but I think this is fine for for Utah to pick him up on a 10 day
2: yeah, completely agree. I this is good. Now they're down. Uh, Yudoka Azabuki mm-hmm. is out for the rest of the season. Uh, their second year big man, he's been ruled out for the rest of the year. And then well, will um, Rudy Gobert has been injured recently. Did not play yesterday, as well as Sam Whiteside is dealing with some stuff. So they got to get somebody in there. Why not Greg Monroe? He's probably one of the more plug and play. Biggs in there because he's a good screener, good passer, can still do some stuff as a scorer uh, in the post. So you just kind of go, go, go with it from there. And kind of a cool story: the Pelicans signed Jose
1: Alvarado to a a four-year. Deal. Uh, he's had some some moments for them. He's looked looks pretty good. In fact, it, earlier in the season when they played the Lakers, a bunch of Lakers fans were going, "Who is this Alvarado guy? That's just that's just lighting us up. Super quick guard that can get <laughs> things done for you out there." Uh, and just just cool story that he was able to to now stick long term with the Pelicans.
2: Yeah, big big time for him. And I saw some people say, yeah, "Why did he take this deal? Couldn't he get mm-hmm. more money?" Well, sometimes. One, a player and their agent always have a better understanding of what the market sure. looks like than anybody else does. But two, if he's really comfortable there, it may not be worth the risk of trying to find a little bit more money as a free agent. And he would have been a restricted free agent, and that would have gotten potentially messy as well. So, yeah, big time. I love that thing he does where he hides in the corner. Uh, as the other team's mm-hmm. inbounding, in then he sneaks in front of the ball handler and either steals it or gets the uh get the guy to kind of shuffle. He caught Alex Caruso with it a couple games ago. So yeah, he's he's sneaky, man. He's tough too. Tough, mm-hmm. tough little guy. I love those tough little guards. Some of my favorite guys in the league. are guys like uh, him.
1: That's why we talk about Isaiah Thomas so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Absolutely. laughs> he fits that that mold. Um, last thing we've got here, the Blazers ruling out Yusuf Nurkic, Anthony Simons, and Eric Bledsoe all out for the remainder of the season. And the Blazers, of course, they have long ago started looking ahead to the offseason and rebuilding this team around Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, of course, they're going to have to bring him back. But they're going to be looking to the future and seeing what they can do this summer. So not a surprise that these guys are are shut down. That's that's it. And, And they'll look forward to this summer.
2: Yeah, the Trailblazers are uh, must not watch basketball now. It's it's really tough, and I hate saying that because they've got some young guys. But I mean, even their young guys are now getting hurt. It's it's just a complete mm-hmm. mess uh, in um, in uh, uh, Portland right now, just with so many guys out. All right, hey, yeah. this this was just the injury update show. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. As- tell me about aside it. from yeah. Kyrie, and I've been typing through the whole thing because. Yeah right. Yeah, and uh, I'm typing through the whole thing because I'm trying to catch news on Rob Williams. So, uh, you know, trying to do my other job.
1: Multitasking, multitasking Multitasking there, and you just never know when when an injury is going to hit you like a slap in the face.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. This has not been there. It is. There it is. Oh man. There it is. You know, it went right (laughs) over my head but I, I caught it back I had there. to throw that in. What, what, what does Jack say? It would knock over my head. That's I, right. You know. I am too fast. I was, I was a little slow, <laughs> but then, I, then I, I caught it there too fast. So speaking of which, good night in two days. Moon night oh, starting up. I can't wait. I
1: can't wait. I'm so excited for that. Let's go. So Let's, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. I, I can't wait for to, to get to see that. Thank you, Disney, for giving us something to distract from <laughs> this Lakers season, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. We'll
2: take
1: it. <laughs> All right, I think that that does it for today, everybody. We are still deciding on what we're going to call front office fans. We got some pretty good suggestions on our on our last show. We did,
2: yeah. yeah keep keep them,
1: coming. them coming in. We'll we'll see. I saw like agents, stuff like that. Uh,
2: so that execs, execs
1: armchair executives. GMs. I saw. I saw a number of different yeah. things. So yeah. we'll we'll settle on yeah, something. We'll get into. It that's right
2: yeah. hey two guys we know this was a very quick hit show trevor and i are both under some time issues today um we we tried multiple times to get together today uh we will come back to you later with more in-depth analysis like what you're used to from us on you mm. know some of these injuries and what they might be we'll a little bit more detail uh, by the time we talk again but yeah we'll, well we'll we'll we know this one was quick but it was it was intentional and necessary
1: yep Absolutely, just a a tough day for scheduling. But again, we will be back with more tomorrow. Till then, everybody, see ya, and stay safe.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.